Welcome everybody to the STS podcast that is shooting the shit. We are up to episode two today and I am joined by my good and excellent friends. Hello. There's actually a couple. Hello. Yeah, there's one less today. So I, I have with me, um, actually I should introduce myself, shouldn't I? I am Eugene Caffin. I am here with my good friend, Joseph Ray. Um, That's with, me. Yes. Yep. With uh, uh Good friend Sherry and Aiden as well. How, how you doing? How you doing, guys? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, doing awesome. Yeah, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. It's been a little while since we've um, caught up with each other, so yeah. yeah. I notice um, that we're down one. Um, Brenton, uh, the, otherwise known as the B train, couldn't couldn't make it with us today. Top ten, top ten anime betrayals. This is yeah, yep. oh, dude. So <laughs> many anime betrayals are happening right now. Oh my god! Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so we have a lot of things to uh, talk about today on the podcast. Um, and you know what? What's going on? I think I'm going to be generous. And I'm gonna let somebody else go first. Holy shit! Holy shit! Oh my god! Holy shit! Scissor paper rock. Fuck you! I guess scissor paper rock. No, um, Joey, you can go first today, man. Uh, what have you got for us to talk about this week? All right. So, guys, let me let me fill you in on some fucking particle physics right now because like I've been learning <laughs> some shit. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, love the physics. Yeah, good. Um, good. All right, all right. So, when you run really fast. You're traveling at something called subsonic speeds. Yep. And when a jet goes like kabam, that's like supersonic speeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise known as breaking the sound barrier. Or otherwise known as like Sherry letting one rip after like a good car. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm this is exactly what happens. Yeah, like like all the all, all the windows shutter and like some glass breaks and yeah, um, sure. Yeah, that's nothing when I have dairy. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> even worse. We don't talk about the dairy. <laughs> um, so basically, subsonic is anything up to Mach point eight, and supersonic is anything one point two or above. Hmm. So what's in between? Because obviously numbers are continuous, and there's like reggae. Mm-hmm. It's called transonic. Transonic, okay. huh? Transonic, oh, yeah. that makes sense because it's like it, it's in the middle. Like it's yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So there's a so there's a wall which is the supersonic barrier, and basically as your plane gets faster and faster, you hit the supersonic barrier, and like it increases drag on the yep. on the aircraft. Mm-hmm. And um, this supersonic wall was beaten in um, oh, 1950s something ages ago. Mm-hmm. However, it was not beaten for, say, large commercial airlines until 2003. Yeah, cool. What happened? So, yeah. uh, well, Concorde basically came along and said, you know what, we're going to fucking do it. And they made a, yeah. a, a Delta Wing supersonic aircraft. A Delta Wing means that your, your wing is a triangle shape. Mm. So it sort of looks like a Greek Delta. Yeah, right, right. Um, the problem is that the supersonic boom of the Concorde aircraft made it quite unpopular with local residents. Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> it probably would because you don't want to. You don't want to be at like five o'clock at night and then all of a sudden you hear this like loud bang. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. it's um, like because because I live um, I live on a flight path, so I can I can absolutely confirm, it is fucking terrifying when a goddamn 
because in Brisbane we have this single river file and we have these jets that fly over our houses. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. When they literally, practice, when they practice for their like field dump. Yeah, yeah. Literally, my house shakes when the, when the field dump happens. So like, yeah. it, it, it shakes to the foundation. That's like like that is how. <laughs> it's also not hard for your house, by the way. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's a jump. It is sort of held up like like a house of cards. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, building regulations aside, um, <laughs> should be right. We'll just quickly gloss over those, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so supersonic booms are, are, are an actual problem. Mm. Um, so there's supersonic booms, and the other issue is um, the the immense drag that you have in, in the transonic uh, area. Mm. Uh, known as the, the sonic wall. Yep. So these two things, like, because when as you get faster and faster in the subsonic range, um, drag increases and fuel consumption increases. And yep. as obviously with the rising fuel prices, like we've already had a, a giant war in fuel, um, and you know we, we don't really want too, too many of those. Mm -hmm. um, fuel efficiency is more important than speed in general. Yep. But. Thankfully, Boeing, Boeing has decided to come to the rescue, and they've borrowed a plane design from 1920, known as the with Camel, to make a transonic a biplane. Nice. And it's an airliner that can carry, I think, 150 people. Joey, what's a biplane? A biplane I mean, is... it's probably two or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a plane with, with two wings, like wings stacked yeah. on top of each other. Oh, sure. I, I if you I'll just give you guys a link and then you can see it for yourself. But essentially, um, the top wing is braced by a bottom wing, so like there's it it, it makes sort of like a a diamond shape. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. So for like our you know all of the audio listeners, yeah, we pretty much have a wing that makes a diamond shape. Yeah, it, it's really cool. So the, so the bottom wings act as trusses, which support the which support the top wings. Mm, yeah. Sure. And the, the whole idea is that it'll it'll run at transonic with less drag than and more fuel more fuel efficiency than mm -hmm. um, earlier designs because we had designs back in the sixties which could do this fast, but they only carried five people, mm, and yeah, sure. the speed increase wasn't enough basically to to warrant it because you're only cutting forty five minutes off your trip. Mm -hmm. uh, that's across America. Yeah, that's like the. Um... That it's not a speed thing, but they've actually made this um, plane that works off the um, like an EM field. Oh yeah. So it it creates its own lift with no moving parts, Ooh. which is like awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Mm, something interesting as well that I remember that I heard from like the reliable source of my dad. Um, <laughs> He's a reliable source. Oh man, such a reliable source is that. He used to tell me that Concord actually used to let fuel leak out of the uh, out of the actual like um, where they hold the fuel um, yep. because uh, going supersonic meant that the pressure would close it up once they get in the air. Yeah, correct. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, yep. kind of dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So um, so because of uh, sonic boom regulations, sonic boom. Yeah. Um, sonic <laughs> boom. Planes are not allowed at supersonic speed over the US, so supersonic travel is limited to uh, trans-oceanic. Trans yeah, sure. Um, however, there is a company making supersonic airliners, 
and they are they're called Boom. There's a company called Boom. <laughs> Man, that's pretty apt. You know, I I like them. I like them. They're like Put some thought into mm. that. What what yeah, are we so, gonna call ourselves? Mm. What about Boom? <laughs> Sonic. So, so so they have a they have a Delta Wing uh, that I've just posted in chat, and basically, um, what they're saying is that supersonic speed is equivalent in fuel efficiency and double the speed of a subsonic. So we're talking a, a, an eleven hour flight down to a five hour flight. Whoa, nice. that's cool. oh wow! Overseas travel is going to be greatly reduced. Mm. Yeah, um, the, there's very there's various problems like um, people really don't like sonic booms. Is, is the main yeah. But Joey, you're telling me that I can get to Bali even faster. Yes. Good. Those, <laughs> those guys, oh, yeah. they're ready. Yeah, I want to go <laughs> and up. get on the... And get, later. Yep, and like completely <laughs> use all of my Australian dollars over in a foreign country faster. Yeah, and, and, and you, can, you can like go over Friday night and come back Sunday with absolutely zero jet lag because it took you half an hour each way. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And, uh, uh, and you can... You can also make me have the, I guess, bragging rights of, um, I wanted to bang you so bad, I made a sonic boom as I was going out. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, the only thing I want from, from most overseas is to like, you know, smash beers on the, on the beach. That's what I want. Yeah. But, you know, so that's, yeah. So, so the other interesting thing about sonic booms is, mm. um, politicians are revisiting the sonic boom laws, um, because. NASA have recently developed a plane which has a significantly reduced sonic boom. Apparently, um, uh, sure. they had a they had something called a low boom flight demonstration (LBFD) because they like to fucking shorten everything. And essentially, you put little things at the at the front of the plane, and um, you just, you you won't cut the wind as much as you as you slice through because what creates the boom is the cutting of the wind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. sure. Um, oh, and good. so. According to this, it should cancel the sonic boom, but like you know, yeah, totally surprised. Totally surprised they've obviously like done some like tests or whatever. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I'll, I'll believe it's NASA, man. They lie to you. Yeah, yeah, they do. Sure. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's some good stuff there, Joey. Uh, do you have anything yeah. else to add? Oh, not really. Just um, okay. you know, planes are cool. Cool. Slice and planes. All right, excellent. So we should all look out for our transonic or supersonic um, 30 minute trips to Bali. Good. I'm glad. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so actually, speaking of like NASA, that ties in directly into my fact for this week. So I yeah, I have a couple of things. So yeah, dude, perfect segue is that <laughs> it's about the US government, right? So obviously NASA was generally funded by the US government and so were a large bunch of other different like organizations like we all know about CIA, FBI, etc. But um, CSIRO. Oh wait, no, not CSIRO. <laughs> that's, that's Australia, man. Yeah, NCIS, that's... NCIS. NCIS, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they're gonna investigate all those navy murders. Anyway. Um yeah, as if it's just a navy. Jesus Christ. Say if it's a fucking fucking anything. Yeah. Anyway, um so with a helicopter camera, they're like, the, no, seriously, you guys, if um, if you guys haven't watched the NCIS in a while and you haven't noticed, watch it again, but pay attention because the camera in NCIS always fucking helicopters around the scene. Every fucking scene is a helicopter camera. So there'll just be two okay. people talking and the camera is just, is just slowly rotating around them for no fucking reason. Okay, I'll have to look out for it. 
Anyway, so while investigating murders and, and doing like, you know, probably what people think are like good uses, um, the government, uh, well, the US government specifically, we all know that there's a lot of conspiracy theories about what they used to spend their money on. And so I saw this thing the other day that I actually posted on the SDS podcast Twitter um, is that they actually spent some of their money on the most batshit insane things you've ever heard. So yeah, obviously... So the obvious one is that they truly believe that that UFOs were real and that people knew about them or they were hiding them. So they spent <laughs> resources trying to find these UFOs that people had apparently found um, around. Obviously, there's the whole Area 51 thing, which we won't get into this time. Um, yeah. So, so, they, so, so you're saying the X Files was actually a documentary? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying Mulder and Scully are real. They're real. <laughs> It's actually Mulder and Scully. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, the other thing that I found pretty good was apparently there was some scientist, I don't know what area it was in, some scientist who um, was going to create a warp gate and had, you know, and had the, the theoretical physics um, uh, and was going to give it to a particular organization to like oh, try, try and make like warp gates. And the He's got it mapped out. Yeah. Guys. And, they, and the government was like, let's get in on that. So they fucking went and you know, surveyed and they were trying to like, you know, find out exactly what everybody knew about these warp gates. Oh man, that's fucking amazing. Mm. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is not like 50 bucks that they're like spending. No, it's like 50 billion. No. Yeah. Like these guys were actively trying to like fucking um, su like survey and gather intel on these like so-called scientists who were making warp gates. Anyway, the last and basically the most insane one that I've ever heard is that they truly, truly believed spending their fucking taxpayer dollars, hardcore budget, yeah. on checking if people had invisibility cloaks. <laughs> right. Like Harry Potter style invisibility cloaks. They heard that somebody was going to make one. Good. Yeah, yeah. Or like the Predator. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Arnie in the Jungle was like a fucking documentary to them. Apparently, <laughs> they were like, "No, nah, that's that's totally true." Someone has developed cloaking technology, and but but, but Arnie used mud. So the, the predator had the cloak. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, what I, so, that's what I mean. So what what you're saying is my sorry, my allies government spent money on like covering muscly men with mud. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, actually, the, the Turkish government does this. Yeah, yeah, they do. The Turkish, they do do this. The, 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 the Turkish government cover all their men in oil and make them wrestle. Yeah, I know it's great. <laughs> At least rail guns are actually a thing. Rail guns? Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. rail guns are a thing. No, Aiden, you want to take it? Um, no, you can take it, man. Yeah, so essentially, I don't know how it works, but um, you, you you can mount a railgun on a battle cruiser. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds so, fucking. That sounds like my StarCraft II fantasies are coming to like fruition. So um, I just got to name it a Yamato cannon. Also, my anime fantasies. Uh -huh. Basically, how it works: so you've got a positively charged rail, a negatively charged rail, yeah, a projectile in the middle of the both, yep. and then they connect the current. Because of the opposite reaction, fires it out at a ridiculous velocity. Mm. Yeah, it, it has to be mounted on a battle cruiser. Yeah, for um, sure. Because, because anything else um, destroy, gets destroyed um, by the force of the, the recoil. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm. 
Um, and yeah, like, it, it like splits the seas. It's like it's like yeah. really cool. But yeah, like um, for an example, from like an Abram tank, uh, their max range is about sixty kilometers, and their muscle, uh, their muzzle velocity is about fifteen hundred meters per second. Yeah, that's fucking. So a rail gun, the same size projectile, uh -huh. has a range of about two hundred k's. Holy and a muzzle velocity shit. of about 2.5 thousand kilometers per second so it's fast yeah yep. most likely accurate as well no yeah, yeah. no it's not accurate no. uh, when weapons hit a certain size accuracy is um less uh, irrelevant than, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Than impact. yeah 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 it's kind of like you know bringing a fucking you know a, a new well, yeah. well, no, no, because you know some of the most advanced weapons we have is literally like a giant block of cement dropped from very high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just destroys anything. But it's like, as long as you get close, it's a hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, cement was invented by the Romans, so you know, our it's like old technology, new, new technology combined. You just drop some cement in space, and, it get, and it'll destroy something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just have to wait a really long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I also knew um, of like a, there was a university uh, researcher that actually wanted to have like a, a ridiculously overpowered laser for some legitimate reason, and um, it was so dangerous that they had to they had to actually turn on the laser in a complete vacuum because mm. if there was like any sort of like anything that could possibly catch on fire as soon as they turn it on it would and it would almost like explode the entire place so mm -hmm. yeah i can imagine that there are some things out there that you know the u.s government should be researching yeah exactly i mean yeah. and i mean if, if if the laser actually opens up a fucking hole in space time mm -hmm. then all, all that money we spend into researching warp gates is like hey we, we win <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, um and i have i have a quick i have a quick little one so that that's that's it for all the crazy u.s government story bullshit um the other one is i think i also put on the scs podcast uh twitter is that i am in a profession where a business shirt is just a good idea yep. as like like i imagine most people are not um, me <laughs> okay Suck it, office cucks. <laughs> <laughs> so now uh, Japan have decided to, um, like they do, create random stuff. I can now go and buy for the low, low price of 90 US dollars um, a business shirt um, that contains one of the original 151 Pokemon. Sweet. How much? What do you mean by contains? Sorry. Oh, it just has like Pokemon patterns all over it. Oh man, you fucking, you got me. <laughs> uh, I thought of like, I thought of like buys awesome shirt, and then a fucking Pikachu comes out. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a quick look, and some of them, you know how you see most of those shirts with checkered patterns? That's yeah. how they appear on there. Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah. so like, you know how you have like a normal like flannel. For yeah, example, yeah. the yeah, flannel, the, yeah, the flannel will be in the shape of like Chansey or something. Or or one hundred and fifty-one. There's some that have. Oh really? One on there. The important thing is, it's the original one hundred and fifty-one. 
and we don't yeah, recognize the, any other. It's the appropriate. It's the appropriate. <laughs> Are there others? I thought there was just 151. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. There's only 151. I don't know. I don't know. Cool. I don't know what you about. guys are such hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Quick plug, Pokemon Let's Go. Best fucking game ever. <laughs> anyway. Sponsor now. Yes, Nintendo, if you're up to sponsors, right here. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, let's, uh, let's go with Aiden next. Aiden, what do you got for us this week? What? I'm bringing to the table a little-known game Holy shit. Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. Star Citizen, where are you, sure? are you? Are you sure it's a game? Yes, it is a game. <laughs> Star Citizen, I've been waiting. These are my dreams. Yes. So it's and... the largest crowd-funded game ever. Mm. Um, so last year they started to finally uh, get their act together and start building the game properly wow um so yeah this year might be the big year where it actually does something becomes <laughs> <laughs> to be fair it's okay so people who actually don't know what sus is and is for real mm. um it is a massive project it is a huge game project they basically want to make a, a persistent universe of like a billion worlds and you can just go anywhere and and you populate with random quests and stuff like this and yeah. It's um, it's truly remarkable, and it it looks like everything that Elite Dangerous promised it was going to be, and it's same, going to deliver. Same as No Man's Sky. Yeah, it, it's like Elite Dangerous and No Man's Sky, and Eden Online, Eve Online, sorry, um, all put together into this one awesome fucking single player experience with, with, with super high definition, with multiplayer and super high definition, and it's like. Mm. I also hear there's like no, no loading screens or something as well. Yeah, so. One should load in. That's it. Yeah. So they're so using just... procedural tech. So as you fly towards something, it loads in what you need to see. If you're not looking at something, why load it? Yep. Very true. Exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. So there's um, there is a good reason to load stuff that you can't see, but I'll. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'll say that for 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 another time. But it's like, so the exact value add that world of warcraft put onto everquest was the no loading screen experience like the reason world of warcraft took off in a lot of ways and made the mo uh genre what it is is because world of warcraft said you're going to be able to travel from stormwind to ironforge and not see a single loading screen except you do no you don't no, oh no do. the tram you don't i thought yeah, you, you did but you don't yeah right don't. yeah yeah because it's a value add They're like this is one of the big things yeah right um the only time you see the loading screen is on when you're traveling on a zeppelin or a boat mm, yep yep and star citizen is trying to do the same thing with space games and that, and that's a big deal yeah that's a huge deal because only in space games you you do the loading screen by saying oh you're warp traveling and uh, and you, you look at a warp travel animation but that's actually a loading screen do, do, do. yeah okay cool <laughs> yeah it's like super star trek yeah <laughs> the, the, the star citizen yeah there's no loading screen and, and that's yeah, sure. That's so, like, here's the thing, though. Do we know what you would be doing in space? Have they told us? So, okay. Yeah. I've actually, um, one of the crowdfunders, uh-huh. 2.1 million. Um, so you can actually play the game in alpha. So basically, it's your, think of an MMO 
with survival elements where you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want, make money, go mining, start a military company, be in security, whatever. Mm, sure. So it's, it's basically a flight survival sim in space. Sure. Um, I have more questions. Um, will like players influence the world? Like in like, like yes, like Eve Online was sort of like yeah pioneering. Okay. It will. Man, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, one of the things that sold me was Aiden. It, all of us have a love of Star Wars. Aiden sold. Yeah, you can be Han Solo if you want. Oh it's really? Like, yeah, I totally want to be that smuggler. <laughs> I can. Yep, yep. I can make the aluminum Falcon. <laughs> yes. you can make the aluminum falcon oh my god that's the best okay i'm in because like here's the thing i wanted to get into star trek online but i heard that like it went south real fit real quick yeah yeah i've, I've heard similar things about a lot of space mmos they um mm. they sort of don't they don't yeah. quite make the user expectations also, yeah. you fucking bastards never told me about No Man's Sky and I bought it for $20 the other day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I won't <put> it off. <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs> it's No Man's Life. Yeah, No Man's Life. I know. Man. I, I read the back and I'm like, wow, this sounds good. And then like, I asked someone about it and they're like, oh man, didn't you hear about this? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's awful. Uh, Eugene, I feel you because, man, I watched the I watched the launch trailers and I'm like, this is worth a hundred and sixty dollars, and they're only giving it for eighty bucks. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and I, I was like, wait, buy buy a beware, never buy a game for price. Mm. I, I, I just waited for like a month, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, good thing you waited. I'm sorry, first responders. Mm. Um, yeah. so this this game also does remind me of another one that I wanted to get into because I have a Nintendo Switch, which apparently is the superior gaming family system, according to Brenton, um, is uh, Star... It's like called Starlink or something like that. Where... Starlink. Yeah, where you go around and you basically can customize your ship. And, like, yeah. they did the yeah. Nintendo thing where you can buy physical objects and then place it into your controller and then it changes it in the game. To be fair, that is really fucking cool technology. And um, I think... Skylanders was the name of it. Yeah, Skylanders. You have the RFID chip on the on the little toy, and you put the toy in the thing, and then and mm. then you can just just play with the toy and think that's amazing. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so Starlink is is the same thing. Um, mm. the only problem that I have with the game because I watched it, like people playing it, it looks fucking cool. It's kind of like, but it has like loading screens, obviously, because you can't like you know do shit all the time. Yeah. The only problem is is that you have to buy physical parts. Hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah they force it on you so you don't yeah. have the option of like be like i just want to stay in my home and play the base game yeah the base game is you buy the starter pack yeah 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 that's the other thing it's a really good marketing decision to like make physical toys yes. <laughs> required to play the game yeah absolutely <laughs> um, i saw it really works with physical attributes it's like oh fuck you. so i do have a question about this whole star citizen thing when yep. it comes out, how much are people prepared to pay for it? Okay, well, here's the thing. So how it's got, how it's set up at the moment is uh, making a pitch. It's, it's a crowdfunding project, essentially. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the cheapest pledge pack is like $25. Mm -hmm. 
So you get a ship and you get access to alpha. Um, you can spend as much because the biggest game package is 27 grand. Yeah. It's obviously not for us, mm-hmm. rich people. Yeah, um, it's for like, you know, fucking tr- trust fund over there. So Squadron 42, which is the single player variant of Star Citizen, when it's finished, go for 80 Stand game B. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, to be honest, it's well worth it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, do I get anything special for like being in the alpha? Um, so, with alpha, obviously, you get to be there when they're building the game and they're very in touch with the community. Oh, yeah, that's good. Players have to know and they change it, dated it. Uh-huh. That's part of why it's taken so long. Because originally, when it was first started, it was going to end up like No Man's Sky. So, same sort of mm. poly rate with pitches, low, low quality. And Chris Roberts, who's the founder of Star Citizen, said, Do you guys want something like this? Do you want a hyper realistic game? Mm hmm. And everyone's like, fuck that. We want the good shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I've spent the last five years basically building all this tech to make this stuff. Yeah, cool. And now it's finally started to... That last bit didn't go through. Yeah. It's finally starting to come together. Yeah, okay. That's good. That's good. What I don't know is, are they modding Unreal 4 to do this, or are they just custom engineering? Um... I'm not sure which they're running on the lumberyard engine, Amazon, because yeah. Amazon's used to lots of um, to people on their servers because it's um, okay. So so they're um, man, that's gonna be like a big delivery mechanism to get that content in. Yeah, that is an intense engineering project. Oh yeah, uh-huh. no, I completely agree. It sounds like, you know, they, like, if, if I was to pay $80, I, I feel it might be, like, not enough for, for, like, what they've done. Oh, well, you can buy ships in the game as well. So you, you pay uh, 80 bucks and you get the, you get the game. Oh, uh, microtransactions! Can, I mean, yeah, there's, a, there's, there's yeah. micros in it. But the, um, for some things, you do just have to monetize your game, and they are actually... Mm. Micros, as, as much as they hate it, are actually a good way to monetize your game. Yeah. Also, all of the ships can buy with your real money or you can actually play the game and make money yeah it's um time-saving micros not um yeah not not game breaking oh yeah yeah no that's good that's the right way to do it yep yep i've played a lot of grindy games i know how to grind yeah (laughs) but um so there's no level system either because it's a sim real life you don't have levels characters Mm. age your ships there and yeah yeah crazy man all right um well did anyone else have anything to put forward about the whole star citizen thing sure you've been pretty quiet over there you got anything to mention um not really i haven't really been that big into it but basically man. looking looking forward to games that are out 
mm. going into my next topic anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. Um, so but just on stuff, what I'm going to say is, I'm going to ask my grandson exactly how it plays, and I'm going to be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. I'm not. I've, I've been waiting for this game for fucking years. <laughs> I'm not convinced that it's coming out, and um, wanted to proposition you guys to see if we could get like a you know, say that we're developing the super mega awesome game and uh, get billions of dollars and, um, yeah, just go to the Bahamas. <laughs> on our on our fucking, you know, um, transonic jet. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm down that'd that. be awesome. I'm down for that. <laughs> cool, cool. Fuck the noise regulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom! Just get a, get a real good, solid boom in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Sherry, um, what do you what do you got for us this week, man? Uh, so like everyone, like we're, what they were saying, uh, citizens wondering when that's coming out. I've been a big fan of a game that, unfortunately, the company went down and everything shut down two years ago. League mm. of Legends. No. <laughs> <Fable>. <laughs> oh my, Fable's gone. Yeah, Fable. Uh, oh. Yeah, Fable. Like two years ago, Lion Studio. But Microsoft, there are actually rumors, and actually it's been proven by Microsoft as well, that it's being worked on. So maybe they're saying maybe at the end of this year or maybe in the years to come, there's no official release date, but they say they have said they're working on it. So really? I'm over the moon about that. Is it still Molyneux? Sorry? Is it still Molyneux working on it? No, no. Unfortunately, they've got a new team they're going to be developing. Uh, so the original team are a little bit sad about that they weren't involved. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't think Fable's really going to work without Molyneux because his whole thing was, um, I, I, in my opinion, one of the reasons his games are really good is because he focuses a lot on the player choices. Yeah. And yeah. Um, having meaningful decisions um, like impact your character. Well, they're still planning on bringing that to the game and to the other thing that they've advertised is that you can still go around kicking your chickens if you want to. <laughs> so, can you, yeah. Can you still beat your wife? This is important. <laughs> they haven't talked about that, but <laughs> they have said that it's going to be similar gameplay and bringing the best of all three that have come out. Um, some people yeah. have even said, oh, is it going to come to PS4? There's been a clear thing saying, nah. Oh really? Because uh, I heard yeah, that was no. like a big thing from last time about what where it was released. Exactly. So they said that it's definitely not going to be. He's actually by Microsoft, though. I hope it, it the same thing doesn't happen as Fable Two, where it's just console only. Because I'll be very sad. Otherwise, yeah. I'll have to buy an Xbox, which my wife will be happy about. So. <laughs> yeah, you'll just have to. There's no other way around it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. man, I tried to avoid it as much as I could, but we have to get an Xbox, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst timeline, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that is really cool, though. So this will be Fable 4? Is, is it? Yeah, Fable 4. It's titled as Fable 4 at the moment, and any other news will come out. That is pretty cool. Mm. Um fable is a good game series yeah so i never really um played it too much um can can you tell me what type of gameplay it has uh sherry uh so it's rpg it's 
are very story-based, as Joey was saying. It's based on your own decisions on what happens in the world, especially with your own development. Mm-hmm. Sure. Unlike, unlike games where you would actually have to earn just a big pool of points, you actually your points are developed by the actions that you do. So oh, yeah, that sounds good. If you're doing something physical, then you're going to get stronger and bigger. And not only that, you actually get bigger in size. Oh, so, that's really good. Oh, yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah. so you, you, your musculature develops. And um, there's other things like if you, if you do good deeds, um, you become a, a better person. People look up to you. Yeah, yeah, you get rep. So the um, you get rep in two different ways: either people fear you or people look up to you. Mm. And you also change in appearance. Uh, that's one thing that that's happened in all. You develop horns if you do evil deeds, and eventually look like Satan, oh, or you cool. look like a paladin of um, of yeah, the realm, of the realm <laughs> with a halo <laughs> around your hand. Yeah, that's sweet, dude. I re- I really like that. And, like, I can imagine that if they were to make one, like, now, that they could, you know, they could make those transformations, like, subtle and extreme at the same time and just look really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the other thing as well, they're trying to bring animal companion. Fable 3 didn't have an animal companion. Fable 2 did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so are they bringing it back? Yeah, they're bringing it back. Maybe it'll be a bit like the creature in Black and White. Yeah. Because, oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, because um, um, Lionhead also did a game called Black and White where you raise a creature, basically. You're a god and you raise a creature. And you um, you have to look after these little villages and um, you don't directly control the creature, you sort of indirectly control it. And you can teach your creature to be good or evil. Um, it, it's one of the same things. The creature changes in appearance as, as it develops. Mm. It was a... It was just a big thing Molyneux had, that, that your character has to change as you make decisions. You know what? Black and white was my one true regret from, like, high school. Uh, what do you mean by that? I never played it. Uh, oh, it's good. good. You missed I out. Think I, I think I still have a CD lying around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And let's boot up my CD drive. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, it, it's worth getting black and white to a go for, like, maybe half an hour. Okay. Yeah, because I heard that you're like a god, and you know yeah. y- you can like swing into a different direction depending on what you do. Yeah, yeah, and it's um it's got a art style which didn't really age. Like it's it's got a, a neat art style. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so cool. it, it's not like it's going to be held back because it's not going to feel like a a twenty year old game. basically. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's not going to be like StarCraft One. Oh my god, StarCraft One. <laughs> Well, you know, like if you played Warcraft two today, like like it's still a good experience. Oh yeah, because yeah, because all I, the because it's just two D sprites, and you know you just they rendered perfectly on the screen, so who cares? <laughs> perfect. I know that Grubby was like goes down for saying that Warcraft three is perfect in every way. Hmm. Except that they're getting the reforged, which I'm looking forward to actually. Now that you, now that I mention it. Yeah, I bet Grubby's like sweating bullets. He's like, oh no, Warcraft 3 was already perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, do you have anything else for us, uh, Sherry? Um, oh, well, when I was thinking, oh, what am I going to bring to the table this week after the last one? I was you like, what, an actual table? <laughs> Did you bring a table? It, that would be good. No, I didn't bring yeah. a table, but I was going to ask, Sorry, how many of you actually knew an electric toothbrush? 
I do. Uh, I do not. Uh, good question. I used to, but I don't anymore. Okay. So when I was brushing my teeth, because I just purchased one, it's like, it'd be cool to find out what more about it. So one thing that you'd probably like, Joey, is brushing your teeth every year for at least two, every day, three times a day, two minutes each time, you at least lose one kilo a year. <laughs> what? Yeah, physically yeah. brushing your teeth, you mean? Yeah, physically brushing your teeth. <laughs> so you lose so, a, a whole kilogram if you do it enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. Because if you do it properly, you do about 3,500 strokes in two minutes. Which... Oh my God, I do not count the strokes of my fucking toothbrush. <laughs> I'm like pushing it out of my mouth. How specific do you have to be? Jesus Christ. Uh, well, these are the researchers that have taken but with Dude, an electric tooth. Count the strokes of people brushing their fucking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's done the research on it, man. At least they're stroking like the toothbrush on their teeth, you know. It could be worse. <laughs> that's a that's an anime joke, yeah, but I'm, I, I'm not gonna make this friends. Like <laughs> um, yeah, with an electric toothbrush, you can do uh, seven thousand strokes, which just gets an all around better um clean. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like you know those pre-cleans that you get before you go to into the actual dentist, Joey? Yeah. Yeah. It's similar it's a similar feeling like that after you brush your teeth. It's the best clean that I've ever had and I'd recommend it. So you, so, so you, you say so you're repping uh, electric toothbrushes? Oh yeah, definitely, for sure. They are great. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> I've, I've just linked the, the joke in, in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh... Um, so the the joke is there's a essentially um, these two characters are talking and they decide that the most intimate thing that two people can do is not to touch lips against each other, mm-hmm. but to go beyond that, um, you would touch your tongues to each other, and okay. to get to get even closer than tongues, the only way to do that is to share each other's toothbrush, but beyond sharing a toothbrush to, to get more into each other's mouth you have to brush your partner's mouth with your toothbrush <laughs> okay um, <laughs> what, I just, what i just linked is is a scene where she's getting her where she's getting her teeth brushed by like um the the, the guy she's into <laughs> yeah dude the world of anime weird shit so much bacteria. <laughs> no, 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 Terry. It's romantic, okay? <laughs> what they're doing is the ultimate experience of a kiss. Oh, this. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> it was weird. This is fucking hilarious. No, it was weird. It, it was. It was really, really fucking strange. Talking about hygiene, how do you guys change your shop actually get sick? What? What? Do you change your toothbrush or your um, electric toothbrush head after you sick? Generally, oh, no. I don't think about it. It's highly recommended to. That you're less likely to get sick again. All right. Um, no, I've, I've been thinking about a hygiene thing. I've been thinking about a hygiene thing. Mm-hmm. Um, toothbrush is in the toilet. It's <laughs> in the bathroom. For those of you who are married, for those of you who are married, which uh-huh. is like me and Sherry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What hand do you wipe your ass with? Do you wipe it with the hand that your wedding ring is on? <laughs> no. Think about it. Fucking think about it. 
<laughs> That's how I lost my first wedding ring, okay? <laughs> I don't do it with my ring hand anymore. Yeah, well, you've learnt your lesson, haven't you, Sherry? Yes, I have. <laughs> Oh, uh, well. I was not ready for that. <laughs> I, mean, I was not ready. Nope, neither were I. Mm. Aiden did bring up a good point, though, is that um, apparently the worst place to have your toothbrush is right next to a toilet. Or, yeah. or the bathroom in general. Yeah, because it just gets bathroom a whole bunch comfy. of fucking shit over it. Like, what the fuck am I to put my toothbrush then? <laughs> next to your bed. Oh, there's so many fucking rules in hygiene. Just like, no, you just need to put it like you know, in the microwave before you use it. <laughs> That's a good point. Because mm. yeah, then my toothbrush is all hot, right? Like, because there's little water, water droplets that'll heat up the toothbrush. Yeah, I mean, do, do you want no bacteria or do you want, like, all the feces and bacteria that you could possibly have? No, actually, you know what you have to do in that case? You have to, do? You have to, yeah. boil, your, you have to boil your toothbrush. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. You have, to, yeah. you have to put it in a kettle and boil it. Well, it's better that. than what other people are doing. What are they doing? You know those little like plastic caps that people are saying, oh, you should use these on your toothbrush so okay. all the bacteria of the bathroom doesn't get on it? Yeah, they're the worst, right? Because they have all the bacteria inside. Yeah, well, when you close it up and it's still wet, it's just going to grow bacteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect conditions. Also, speaking of random hygiene, um, apparently, uh, you know those like Dyson Air Blades that, you guys, that, that we like dry our hands in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't don't dry your hands with those anymore. Yeah, no. Why? Um, they literally uh, spread shit everywhere. Like yeah. actual shit. Okay. Like, well, okay, so apparently, like, after you wash your hands, right, you, everyone thinks, man, all the germs are gone. No, it's a fucking lie. Most of the, okay, let's say 50% of the germs are gone. Mm. If you wash it, like, somewhat correctly or for the right amount of time. Then mm. you go and put your hands into this thing where you're dripping water everywhere. Um, that's just not good, right? And that's yeah. just one person, yeah. And and then not only that, but the air blade it blasts the air under the onto the opposing wall. Mm. Yeah, it just it just blasts it like everywhere. So mm. you're literally like putting your hands where there's just a shit ton of bacteria or like that's been sprayed everywhere from you, from everyone else. Yeah, true. I know that they... when you think of it, when you actually wipe, you which has all the bacteria inside it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was anyway, just a hot tip. Paper towels are still the best, and but they're also like the most wasteful according to the environment because you know mm. paper towel. Yeah, well, it's just a lose lose situation. That's why I mostly choose to air dry a lot of the time. Yeah, you know the um. All this being said, I, I just got to say, we're a lot further along than we were in the 19th century, where we just, like, chuck shit on the street. Because <laughs> yeah. we didn't have indoor plumbing. So, so I, I, I think these were doing much better than we were. I think so. Or, like, not, yeah. not putting our shit where our water is, is also, a, like, a big step up. Yeah. Because, oh, like, God. yeah, that was the whole thing. Like, didn't, there was a dude who, like, proved that that was true. Like, it's a map yeah. from somebody. I forget his name. Back yeah, yeah. in, like... A specific era in Britain, like he mapped out where like cholera was spreading and where yeah. and where our wells were and yeah. where we put our shit, and it correlated yeah. beautifully. Um, there's another one where um the the old name for Edinburgh was Old Stinky. 
Uh-huh. And and the reason is because um, all the fucking robbers and whatever were dumping bodies in the, like the river. Oh damn! And so, so so they just had to drain the entire fucking the, the entire fucking lake because it was too it was too rancidly like dank. Oh, okay. And, and right. you have to understand, like Edinburgh is where the Queen of Scotland lived. Oh shit! So so it's like she'd like wake up in the morning, like 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 um, and walk down the street to the courtyard, like oh, and there were these. So buildings in, in, in that time, they were sort of, um, the higher up in the building, the building sort of tilted over. So like the building was, um, I don't know what, how to describe it. Um, basically if you, if you chuck a cauldron of shit off your balcony, mm-hmm. it's not going to just like slop down, slop down the side. It's going to go straight onto the floor. Yeah. Right. So, so there's like an overhang. Yeah. Mm. And um and and the ship would over the day like roll down, roll down, roll down, and then like plop into the water. Mm-hmm. Good, good. And so and so basically, all around the castle was this giant moat of everybody's shit and dead bodies. <laughs> yes. So the Queen of Scotland would be like, ah, another beautiful morning of dead bodies <laughs> and shit. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and it was a massive government undertaking. But they just drained all the water and said, all right, we're not having water anymore. Oh fuck! Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Things I didn't. No wonder they drunk half the time. <laughs> no, le- uh, legit. They actually drank alcohol because the fermentation um uh, got rid of the bacteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say like because you could use water, right? But the water's dank. But then you know the process of making like the beers or whatever, like yeah, we get rid of all the bacteria. Yeah, exactly. So 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 that's why they um that's why it's not alcohol. Yep. Well, on that note, my um, I was in Malaysia for a little while, and my dad—that's one of the reasons why my dad drank beer all the time while it was over there. Water over there was rank. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Always drink bottled so water much. overseas. Um, yeah, you, you you never truly understand until you have to brush your teeth with a bottle of water. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, you, have oh, you got anything I'll else for sure? What about your girlfriend, Steve? Intimacy. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is, that it? is that it for you, uh, Sherry? Yeah, that's it for this week. I do yeah. have a list, but <laughs> I'll leave it for another time. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, leave it for another time. Um, cool. Well, that's, uh, that's all good, and that will, I think, will bring us to the end of our podcast. We have yeah, we got another one. Mm. Yeah, we've done two. We have shot some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and talked about it, literally. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about, talked about actual shit. <laughs> More than that, Eugene's going to upload the new episode by himself, because it should all be set up. Oh, it should all be set up. Excellent. So, um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, we now, and I'll put out a tweet actually after we record this, that we are going to... Um, have all of our episodes of the uh, SDS podcast wherever podcasts can be found, mostly iTunes. So if you find us there, give us a review, uh, five stars, please, <laughs> because we want to get our podcast out there when everyone here is shooting the shit. Um, We're going to be trending. Yeah, dude, be great. Um, so you can find our entire feed over at jhray.com. Is that right? Yeah. Yep, yeah, excellent. So yeah, find our entire feed over at jhray.com. 
um if you ever want to send us uh, some facts you want to get in touch with us you found something that you want us to talk about you can find us over um uh, our email is stspodcastau at gmail.com remember the au because there already is an sts podcast but fuck those guys we're better because we're in australia um so yeah stspodcastau at gmail.com uh you can also send it to us over on the twitter and check out some of the things that i have been retweeting um um uh which uh at sts podcast au so if you want to get in touch with us or have a look at some of our things announcements whatever that's where i'll be putting up any updates is on twitter at at sts podcast au gentlemen where can we find you all let's start with you joey you find me at jhray.com my very own website where i've decided to code for a change because i totally don't do that for a living what <laughs> Believe it or not, um, you can also find me at Meme Driven Development, where I talk about development memes in life mm-hmm. and nothing in between. Excellent. And I've made HTML templates for Childy Sports, our old podcast, uh, and our sister podcast. What are they called? Yowie Power Hour. Yowie Power Hour. Yep. Where? Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys should check them out. Um, they talk about uh, pretty much the occult have a look at different beasts uh, beasts and uh, myths and legends around the world and talk about them. So, um, yeah, it's actually really good. We'd recommend it for everybody. Yeah, boy. Um, I imagine Aiden and Sherry, if they want to get in contact with those guys, you should send a message to the podcast email or Twitter. Yeah, that's correct. Yep, cool, cool. We all find you. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you want to find me, I am over on Twitter. I am at OvalTeamGene. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, send me any cool stuff, etc., I will be over there checking it pretty regularly. Um, all right, that'll come to the end of our podcast today. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. It was fantastic to have you all on. Thank you, John. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yep. All right, and I'll see you later, everybody. Bye. All right, see you. Adios.